welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. And doing? it begun. You've done a dance dramatically. I was responding, uh, moving rather than dancing. It was like a movement piece. Was it a movement it was, piece? Yeah. yeah, it was an interpretive movement to the intro music. So basically raising your arms in the air, which you're pretty much doing every single picture of your of you. If anyone's seen uh, uh, our Instagram. I do wave my hands in the air like I just don't care. It's thing that Vince does. He just puts his hands in the air. Pretty much every photo he's in. I just really like my armpits. <laughs> also and I want everyone else to appreciate them. Horrendous faces. Um, well, they're not trying to be horrendous. I'm trying to, to have a fun face, but it's weird when you have to stage it. Yeah, well... There's not one, well, there's only a very few nice photos of us because I'm always like, pull a nice face and you're incapable. So it's because you're told to do it rather than it just happening we, naturally. We were just talking about our wedding just before we recorded mm. this and I'm just like bricking it because all of the photos, he's going to have his arms in the air pulling some horrendous face. No, like we'll nutter. both have our arms in the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vince, because I know how to smile. And I can it, smile, but not forced. It's it's weird. It just it's not the same. So so instead, you force your face into some kind of monstrous like. It's idiocy. trying to smile. <laughs> what? No, it's not. Yes, it is. What you pulling a stupid face as you trying to smile? Yes, when I'm thinking about it. You're an idiot. No, <laughs> you're an idiot. I shall be cross if there are no nice wedding photos. They'll they'll they oh. have Photoshop now. Oh, it's I great. Sound like an old woman. There's Photoshop. It'll be great. Uh, our wedding is next June. Wish us luck. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. It will be if you pull a nice fucking face. I'll pull a face. Uh, no. <laughs> anyway, should we talk about horror? We'll look naturally happy. We don't need to pull faces. Yeah. Um, happy Halloween, everyone. Oh, yes. It's happy nearly Halloween. Halloween. We usually do a special, but with... Like, Every episode is special. It is. I, I would have done... It's crept up on me this year because we've had, we've had two weddings, two big weddings, and I've been really poorly. So yeah. I just haven't got ourselves together to even get You're costumes. right. I've only just sort of realised it's actually October yeah. and it's 20, 28th as we're recording this. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're so just a bit early. But we've like, got a party ooh. tonight and we still need to decide what costumes we're going to wear. So uh, it's shameful. I'm usually totally on it. Yeah. I usually decorate the flat. Uh, About the we, end of August, we start discussing yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we usually go to open mic nights and do all, you know, like yeah. smash and stuff. And I've usually got several different costumes for several different events. It's, no, it's not worked out this, this year. This year has been completely... Yeah, it's been a damp squib of a... It's, it's, well, you know, we've got the party tonight. I'm going to see Uncanny on Sunday. Yeah, okay. It is very exciting. Yes. Um, and we did, we did on Tuesday night. Was it we Tuesday went, night? No, it was Wednesday. We went to see Ghost Hunts and Rachel Fairburn. Which was pretty cool. And it was Halloween-y. Cause, it was. Well, his one was dressed like... Well, I, they, had, they had costumes. I got a mug from Rachel You got Fairburn. a mug? You got a mug? I got a mug from Rachel <laughs> Fairburn. I saw them in the pound shop for a quid. Doesn't matter. She gave me a mug. Yeah. For uh, my... I told one of my ghost stories about sleep paralysis. One of the ones from the really early episodes. Yes. Um, I was very chuffed with that because um, Rachel Fairburn's uh, uh, podcast, All Killer No Filler, was one of my absolute favourites. So that was very cool. You were cool. very well behaved. You didn't fangirl. I didn't. But we had a really good time, didn't we? I didn't. I, I took the microphone off her and I was like, it's Rachel Fairburn. And I was just, I very, very, But you didn't say that out loud, so it's okay. just told my story. Yeah. I, mean, I was very, you know, very, I was very, very well behaved. But you still had a good time, right? I did. On I the did. inside, you were, you were fangirling, yeah. I assume. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> it's Rachel Fairburn. It was very, very cool. The ghost tons She are, seemed nice. Uh, yeah, ghost tons are like, Meh. But, you know, it's like, it's Rachel Fairburn. So <clears throat> I, I thought they were all really good, actually. They are, I they really are enjoyed good. them on stage. But it was fun. Rachel Fairburn is a I'm, serious... I'm unfamiliar with, with any of their she's, output. But she's really like a cool. serious, serious comedian, you know. For, yeah. She's been... Uh, you know, she's on TV a lot. She's been live with the Apollo. She's a serious comedian. The other two, as I said, one of them won the Traitors last year and I think has catapulted her into a career. They were funny, but 
Rachel yeah, I would say they were. Yeah, it's it's. I think they're still finding their feet slightly as comedians. Oh, okay, I mean, okay, fair enough. Just my my humble opinion. Um, I found Rachel Fairbairn to be far more quick witted and and you know. I don't know, on an ensemble, I would say they were pretty entertaining. They like, were. They, they, they clearly were. all like gelled together but, really but well. To me, like, that it was, was cool. They carried was, each other good. It was clear who was the more experienced and professional, especially when they told their stories. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. But um, and if you listen, well, who to are them, we to discuss professionalism? Eh? Well, I know, but as someone who listens to podcasts, Vince, unlike you, mm-hmm. um, I have listened to both podcasts, and yeah, it, it's it's they're going through a different vibe. I take it. It, it is. I mean, they uh, sort of gave that impression. Ghost Hunts is far more like um, we'll we we'll read some stories that we've not read before. Um, and kind of stop halfway through and have a long chat and then go back to the story. And because I've not read it before, it's all a bit chaotic and stuff. Whereas All Killer No Fit is properly researched. And they okay. do have a lot, but it's, yeah. it's seriously researched. They know what they're saying, you know. Excellent. I mean, anyway, so we're, we're sort of in the middle of that. We we have read it through before, but we've not really researched it that much. Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah, we're a happy medium. We also don't tend to, we don't tend to deviate <laughs> yeah. for too long. We don't except re- we're not on occasions to... like this where we talk for five minutes yeah. about wedding plans and things we've been doing recently. But we're not sort of saying we're professional podcasters. We're just... Oh, goodness, no. No. Oh, goodness, no. Um, no, no, no. Perish the anyway, thought. We um, don't make income. Anyway, yeah, enough about my review of uh, The Ghost Hunts and Rachel Fairburn. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. I hope they do more. Um, they said they might do, and I really hope they do. I did say to Vince, you'll probably be the only man in the audience. There was three No, men. no, no. There were, yeah, there's three. There was and three the barman. And the barman, yeah. So, you know, we, we you know, we were kindred noodles. I, I have a I have a mug from, from the event. You do. I'm very happy about. You do. Um, yes, I will put a, post a picture of it. On Instagram, another one, another one. Well, no, a, I put proud, one on my a put proud one, portrait. I put one on my story of me looking wild and a bit drunk on the tube. <laughs> so I only had two drinks, but I looked drunk with happiness because <laughs> I got this mug. <laughs> it's much cheaper being drunk. So, um, we anyway, let's stop talking crap and get on with what we're supposed <sighs> to be doing. That's what we do. Um, it's what we, people uh, listen to. It seems we are still working our way through our listener suggestion films. Yes, we are. This we next are. one comes from, um. SLP underscore 1492. Slup 1492. Yep. And the film is? The film was Unfriended. It was. And it was a, uh, yes, I've seen this before. And I, I was excited to watch it again. I, I I knew of it. I remember being mentioned because it seemed to be like the first of its type, yeah. which, yeah. Should I read a little? Um, yeah, yeah. Like, let's, 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 let's start off not, there. That uh, seems like the place to go. Blurb. Um, blurb, that's the one. Introduction. So a film um, is from 2014. Six friends get the shock of their lives when they receive a message from their deceased friend while video chatting. While they think it is a prank, they are soon exposed to some unruly events. There we go. Wow, that's that's really brief. Yeah, it is. I suppose these are exceptionally brief yeah. um, blurbs, aren't they? Yeah, that doesn't really go into too much detail. The Fine. entire film is from the point of view of someone on their com- like on their computer. Yeah, it's, so it's you, like a is it screencast? There's yeah. probably some name for it somewhere. I think it started that genre for a little while, which yeah. I'm quite glad in hindsight wasn't a massive thing. Like found footage became massive towards the end of the '90s, and like yeah. after Blair Witch Project, and that got a bit tired. And this could have done the same thing. It was really good, I will say that, but like. It's probably for the best that it didn't get taken and run with for too long. I think there's only so far you could go with it. Yeah, I think you're right. But I think they did a very good job with that, you know, with it being a relatively new idea back then. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it was. I, I saw this film probably when it first came out and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it and I really enjoyed watching it again. It's not, you know, it's not brain surgeon material if you know what i mean like, no no it's not you're right it's intense but i think it's a bloody good watch i think it was it was sort of a, it did a really good job of the gentle creepy thing because of its framing like it is mostly happening on 
a laptop, a very personal thing yeah. where you do lots of personal things like whatever else you do on the internet, um, including things, you know, just it's your whole life there, especially the people who are depicted in the film. Yeah. Um, although it starts to get a little bit weird when they really do just not go off their computers. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's quite effective use of, of how they're using it. Yeah. Um, I'm not, not articulating that very well, am I? Um, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's. I've always found the idea of, um, and it's it's happened before. Like, unfortunately, if someone has passed away, and you know, someone hacks into their account and uses the account, mm. you know, that's it's really disturbing. It is. So it's sort of taking that idea but making it an actual supernatural. Yes, power that, that's is, that's is a pretty good core of it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it has lots of other features about it. The people that we're following the story of are involved yes. with this individual so, and their so this, demise. This girl who passes away um, uh, committed suicide, and which you're shown the video of yeah. at the very beginning, which is yeah. a, I suppose, actually quite a clever way to the, to show the exposition. Yeah. So you know, and it's the anniversary of her death, and you know, they're all kind of talking about the the death and. You know, and then this girl supposedly begins to chat to them on the Skype. Well, they don't realise for a long time it's probably her. But, yeah. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. I, 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 I enjoy this film. It's it's quite a simple thing. I mean, it's one of those they're getting picked off one by one. Oh, absolutely. It follows on from like really basic slasher yeah. stuff. It just happens to it, not have a camera it. following people around. It's a brand new around. twist on. It's a new twist on the slasher genre. Um, but, it, you know, it's not a physical serial killer. It is a ghost. It is a ghost. It's, yeah. So it's a weird mix between that, like the slasher thing. It's the teen, teen slasher and found footage yeah. and, and just a, with a bit a more of a, con- what would it then be contemporary yeah. spin? But yeah, you're right. There's, it's a modern ghost there's story. There's literally a ghost in the machine. Yes. Yeah. And you, you think actually if uh, if a teenager was going to haunt someone, it probably would be through modern technology. It would be the most effective way to do it. Nowadays, yeah. you probably do it through WhatsApp or something like well, that. TikTok. But, but absolutely. It'd be TikTok, wouldn't it? Yeah, pro- right now, but that's the problem. Every few years, it changes. Yeah. There's a churn. So this but, is yeah. uh, Skype, isn't it? Because it's 2014, Skype Which and I Facebook. I still think, I think, yeah. Skype, I mean, that feels like, I don't know if people in 2014 hung out on Skype in the way they're depicting there, but I suppose it's just after MSN Messenger, so they probably yeah. had to. Well, you know what it reminded me of, and I mentioned this in my song, especially when they're all talking over each other and going, oh, I can't hear you or whatever. It reminded me of um, the very early days of the COVID pandemic. Exactly, when yeah. We all tr- when we were yeah. all on Zoom quizzes and stuff, and no one knew how to use Zoom. And there was that kind of general, like, chaos and confusion of, like, who well, who's talking over who and you know true like although that. at least all the characters in this because they've grown up with technology they all just innately understood it yeah. which is very helpful but actually. it was when when so obviously you know it's one of those films where it all starts off oh ha 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 you know or someone's being a prick and like messing around it, it was teen drama wasn't it? it obviously the, you know they get more and more panicky and they yeah. start you know people start dying and they're all yelling over each other and then it, be- it becomes like a zoom quiz <laughs> yeah, at that point, that's when it starts becoming like a Zoom quiz. Yeah. You're right, when people start dying. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I just, obviously I don't mean like that, but, you know, it was that kind of, that, you know, desolate, like, oh, you know, we don't really know what we're doing on here. It was it was peculiar that I wasn't quite sure what they were doing on there either, because they all seem to not really like each other that much, but they, they systematically watch each other dying. Yeah. Um, well, the, but they're the, all still hanging out somehow. Oh, and you think, um... Okay. I mean, the ghost... Although once, once they started dying, I did find it easier because early on, it was very much... Someone said the person this and just lots of names and they're all just floating in ether. I don't know who's talking about who, about what. We well, should make it clear that the ghost does actually basically say if anyone logs off, then so-and-so dies. So it's not that they can just log out and be safe. No, that's true. That's true. Um, it's... 
and the ghost does seem to have some actual um, influence over, yeah. uh, if not their minds, the world around them to some degree. Yeah. Which also, is very good. Good, like a, another bonus for me, you don't see the ghost until nope. right at the end, and it's only a tiny it's little, what, a second like, or two, brief glimpse. I really like that. I yep. don't like horror films that show the monster or ghost like really early. Yeah, it's a waste. It's just like, oh well, that's such a, a waste. Yeah, anticlimax, isn't it? Mm. And it's quite a good ghost as well. Yeah, you know, it was actually. It was quite well thought you know? through. Yeah. Oh, definitely is ring-esque, but that's fine. Yeah, Again, it's drawing other stuff yeah. that came before it. All the tension is literally built from, you know, psychological stuff, which um, is my favourite type of uh, film. You know, it's <clears throat> there are a few jump scares, but they, they work well. And it is mostly done psychologically. Um and they don't rely too much on visuals. Which well, I they really can't like. because whenever basically anything's actually happening, that camera has to start buffering because they've yeah. trapped connection mysteriously at that moment. Yeah. So it goes all glitchy. So actually, there's almost no blood yeah. at all. There's depictions of death and they're quite horrific. Like a guy decides to blend his hand or something, yeah. but you don't actually that's, see it. That's the only bit that we see a tiny snip of it. Of it. You see like... It's, a it's brief implication. Milli, like millisecond. Of I thought it. it was a bit weird that all of a sudden there's a webcam in his kitchen that we've cut to, but whatever. We'll just over, yeah, you know, well, brush over that bit. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I think it's. I think it does it really, really well. It was pretty good. I mean, yes, it drew on other stuff. It was a bit exploitation cinema esque of those bits, I think. Mm. Um, but it was quite good. It was. It kept you you engaged without being too challenging, but at the same time not too fluffy. It was a relief to watch this after seeing Rosehead, just to see something a bit more. You know, I suppose it's familiar, straightforward, it? familiar. Like, okay, I'm back on film familiar territory here. Cool. Yeah. You know, after the trauma I went through watching a razorhead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it just felt like a bit of like back on, uh, back on dry land type of like. Okay, I know what I'm doing with this. You yeah. Know? And yeah, I think you know. It's. I remember the first time I watched it. I was, you know, I was spooked. I was. It was satisfyingly, satisfyingly spooky. And it was again, even though I kind of remembered what uh what happened so not mm. so much the second time around but i think it's a a good spooky don't like definitely like for halloween and stuff really good oh, absolutely I, I feel like there's probably not loads of rewatch value in it i imagine if you last saw it almost 10 years 2014, ago 2014 yeah, yeah. probably and you'd forgotten enough it was gonna I be might okay i've seen it once in between but yeah i think it's it's good fun i think it was good fun it looked like the cast had a lot of fun making it yeah that's what i kind of thought because i don't know i just get the feeling they they probably had a quite a lot of a laugh yeah um but I don't know. It was, there's there's definitely some odd bits. I know mean, we shouldn't always pick apart like plot holes because that's not really the way with horror. But there's definitely some bits where the, it it suspends your disbelief a bit too much. And you go, wait, hang on, no, mm. that's just silly. But the, the the line that really stood out to me is when they realise the the ghost is in their Skype call. Yeah. They all decide to actually go and get their phones and communicate on their phones where the ghost apparently isn't. Um, and one of them says, "Oh wait, no, guys, I don't know where my phone is." And I thought. No. Yeah, that wouldn't be. No <laughs> teenager doesn't know where their phone yeah, is. Yeah, that's true. Especially back then, you definitely knew where your phone yeah. was. Which, you know, they're still using smartphones. Like this isn't that long ago. Yeah. Like no, you yes. absolutely know where your Unlikely. phone is. Yeah. Um, and th- there's other odd bits. Like one of them, inst- when they're trying to get help towards the end, like instead of w- their phone, which we've already established is next to her, calling the police or something like that, they she goes on chat roulette. To yeah. get someone else, a random selection of people she goes through, and then find someone in you know some other state to get them to call the police, and then she's relaying information to the stranger. You think, no, you've got your phone with you. Yeah, but come also, on now. Presumably, the ghost whatever can just hear what she's saying to the yeah. person in chat roulette. But uh, you know, it's it's it's. I mean, it was it was funny to include chat roulette. That's yeah. ba- no, it's basically I've fallen never off. Used chat roulette. It's no. fallen off to a megal now. Anyway, it's basically the same thing. Apparently, there's an unfriended too. I've just just come up on. Uh, really? Yeah, the dark be- web. It's called. 
I'm curious. It's again shot as a computer screen film. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, teen finds a laptop with a cache of hidden files. He and his friend discover that the previous owner had access to the dark web and is watching over them. So right. I, don't, I don't think it's like linked to. You know, like, well, I mean, it's, just like it's a similar theme, but without from, being. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I think, think that, that sounds fair 2018. enough. 2018. Maybe give it a watch at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Pro- not sure we'll review it for this, but you know. Yeah. Stay put. It may yeah. it may happen. I would say yeah. This is this is a a, a very decent film of its genre. Um, um, it's, yeah, it's not there's like some, there's some not, not wonderful a, depictions. It's of not an artistic it? masterpiece, but it's it's good fun. It's spooky. I think this, the acting is really good. No, no, you're right. The acting really does sell yeah. it. Uh, the, the the main girl we follow. Yeah. Um, I don't know the actress's name, but she was very very good in this actually. Yeah. Um, very convincing. She was. Um, she does carry it for a long stretch. Um, to be Shelley, fair, Shelley. <laughs> Hennig. Okay. Shelley Hennig. Great. No, she did that really well. It Don't did really well. I don't actually recognise any of the actors in this film. But I liked that about it. Yeah. If there was like one person you thought, oh, that's so-and-so before they were famous, like, yeah. it does break the immersion. Yeah, I mean, these sure these they... people all, all looked fairly normal, which is good because their plots and backstories were frankly ridiculous. <laughs> um, and their dramas as teenagers are like overwritten and yeah. a bit redu- but, you know, but that's, stupid. But that is, that is teenagers, isn't it? You know, they, they do have dr- the yeah, drama, which actually is not actually a big deal, but they think it is in that, you know, that age. I know I did. Yeah, but tr- someone trying to hide their eating disorder, something like that, or, or apparently that trumps their friends swallowing their hair straighteners. You're like, what? There was that towards the end when it's all starting to unravel. There's, there's those things where like... Swallowing their hair straighteners? One, one of them's killed by swallowing their hair straighteners. They shove it oh, down the throat. right, 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 right. And like... I thought you meant she, like... she's killed because her other friend won't admit to having an eating disorder. Now, like, I know it's not a nice thing, but like, if it's that or your friend dies, you're absolutely going to say, "Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, I, but, I know, sometimes don't, you know, artistic enjoy food license much. in it." Yeah, <sighs> yeah, I suppose you're right. I suppose you're right. If you've not seen it, I'd give it a watch. There's, there's a nice sort of twist at the end. Yeah, um, yeah, it is pretty cool. It is quite different. Yeah, because you kind of think. So you think, well, these kids are annoying, but their heart's in the right place. And as you go through, you realise that they're no, actually... they're all shits. They're all shits. They're all shits. So, and yeah. it's not that they deserve to die. But, but you can kind of see, like, if, if you were if you were the ghost, you'd kind of understand why they were a bit pissed off with them. I would say that the ghost actually was hideously emotionally damaged. Yeah. I mean, she was clearly a, a troubled teenager and had the emotional depth of a teaspoon. If you think back, um, to, think back to films like Carrie, which I'm sure kind of yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a Carrie film you know, about sometimes, this. Sometimes, you know, if you, especially if you're a teenager with emotions and hormones going crazy, you just snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is definitely, she's, she's just co- continuous snap. Yeah, so um, it's kind of, it is, there are elements of Carrie in there, but yeah, there kind are. of modernised, so that's interesting. I didn't think yeah. of that. No, it, no, you're right, it's in yeah. there. It's in there for sure. Uh, without Carrie, this film probably wouldn't wouldn't yeah. exist. Um, I think that's all I have to say. I'd say go watch it. Yeah, I, I think enjoyable. I think I would say go watch it as well. Have you ever said people should go watch it in song? Uh, well, I mean, I don't actually say the words "go watch it," but okay. I mean, yeah, I, I have a song. Would you like to hear it? I, th- I think that's what okay. we should do. It'll be nice to hear. I'm curious to hear your thoughts put to music. Okay, good. You play. I'll go for a wee. Okay. We'll make our point loud and clear. Cyberbullying is bad. The internet is a dangerous place. It can make you super sad. See the poor teens glued to the screens. I guess they didn't have time at school to gossip and bitch, moan and glitch. So let's all jump on a call. On your profile, there's something skulking in your sky. There's something nestled in your newsfeed. It wants you to unsubscribe. There's an array.
original point of view, and I mean it in a literal sense. The story drip feeds through slowly as each person screams their defense. A sense of unease grows naturally, of which I wasn't totally immune. First you're interrupted, then your soul gets abducted. It's like those early COVID chats on Zoom. There's something creeping on your profile. There's something skulking in your sky. There's something nestled in your newsfeed. It wants you to unsubscribe. I think Jack wants to try and get in. Can you let her in, please? Can you just, can you just turn your in? Just admit her in. Oh, my wife is out. There's something nestled in your newsfeed. It wants you to unsubscribe. Yeah. Very brave putting the word unsubscribe in yeah, a song in this context. But please, please don't That's unsubscribe not what from I'm us. telling people to do. No, I, I know. Weirdly, like, before I wrote this song, I was learning, like, loads of... Um, uh, musical theatre tunes for a session I'm doing next week. Oh, wow. Mainly, I'm just a girl who can't say no from Oklahoma. <laughs> so that, the beginning of this is okay. something kind of leaked into this because that the beginning of that song is like, goes kind of, it ain't no down, down, down. Oh. <laughs> so like, oh, dear. This is leaked into the song. Never mind. It happens sometimes. <laughs> sometimes just, there's leakage. Not but that's okay. what to do. I've known what's right and wrong since... Yeah, I've known what's right and wrong since I was 10. <laughs> so I was like, this, is, this, is, uh, this is turning into Oklahoma. Never mind. It's not that obvious. It wasn't set it? in Oklahoma either, which is great. No, but the film wasn't, no. no. Oklahoma's set in Oklahoma. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I could just sing, <laughs> I'm just a girl that can't say no. I'm in a terrible fix. And then we're I really like how we're meandering and deviating quite a lot today. We're, 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 we're in one of those moods, well, aren't we? I was just going to meander again because that song always reminds me of Faulty Towers. Oh, wow. You know that Why? bit where... Because <laughs> there's what a bit... possible where, link there's is there? It's one of those really tense situations when um, they... You know, the one they, where they... Um, the gourmet night. Yeah. And they're all waiting for the food. And everything's gone awful and they're all waiting for the food and the food's not coming and it's really, really tense. And then Paulie just suddenly starts singing. I'm just a girl <laughs> that can't say no. Okay. Don't you remember I that? remember. I, don't, I forgot what the song was, but is yeah, that? I remember the occasion. <laughs> she sings the whole thing. <laughs> I was just <laughs> sitting there. Anyway, sorry, that is really, really random, random deviation. Um, but, yes. but but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Faulty Towers, not much to do with Unfriended. No, but... sadly not. <laughs> well, he hasn't got many friends. No, he is. <coughs> no, he has not. Basil? No. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, I'll shut up. Uh, play a song? Here's a song that's not about Faulty Towers. Hey. It's Friday night. You're on your own. On the anniversary of the death of some girl. The chat room is the setting. Where friends once close Now secrets come to light By an emotionally challenged ghost Modern urban legend A ghost in the bandwidth Finding yourself thinking Well, I just go and do this 
not much characterization, explanation, or reveal. And unfortunately, most of violence is obstructed buffering. Why you taunted by your actions? Why don't you even like your friends? Everybody likes to pretend that they've got no secrets. An engaging look at the shadows in our information age. Where you can't delete your actions from your Facebook page. Though unfriended may not be a masterpiece of art. It is at least different and that sets it apart. Why you taunted by your actions? Why don't you even like your friends? Everybody likes to pretend that they've got no secrets. Why you taunted by your actions and haunted in your DMs? This seems to be how teams work. At least according to the films How about another inventive death? Maybe you'll get some help by Jack Roulette I really hope you bought into the plot Because it's not that meaty Nostalgic for Facebook relevancy It's green lights, the only life you know You can always log off but you'll be alone Why you taunted by your actions? Why don't you even like your friends? Everybody likes to pretend that they've got no secrets. Why you taunted by your actions and haunted in your DMs? This seems to be how teams work, at least according to the films. How did you get all the um, all the sounds, like the Skype sounds and the Facebook sounds and stuff? It took a bit of time to get them to sync with the tempo. But how did you get them? Did you just, um, you just find them? You can find them, yeah, you can get them. Because I thought of doing that and I didn't know how I got to. the MSN ones and I got the Skype one. Oh, MSN. God, that's a furry back, isn't it? Well, yeah. Don't put that up your nose. I'm not putting it up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> scratch. Vince has, a, sake. Vince has like a ribbon thing. That, uh, I was scratching my face. <laughs> it's, it's it's like, I, I like, so... You know, you, you have things that um, to keep your hands busy. So I like to color. Like I have those like color quiz things where you color and you get you, you follow the numbers in color. Vince has a ribbon that he twiddles. <laughs> yeah, because we're definitely sane. We are. And then he just put it up his nose. <laughs> no, I didn't put it on my nose. I scratched my nose. It never... oh, for goodness sake. Oh, I love you. <laughs> love you too. We are sane. It's, 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 it's people have things. Some people knit, some people sew. Some people colour in. Some people put ribbons up the noses. I didn't put a ribbon up my nose. <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's not where it goes, Vincy. Fine, I'll stick it in my ear next time. Okay, well, enjoy that. Um, I thought that was very clever. Going back to your song, not you. Oh, right, okay. Uh, yeah. 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 See, you're so clever with haunted, stuff like that. And then I in your DMs. turn around and you're putting a ribbon up your nose. I wasn't, I was scratching my nose. <laughs> Pulled it into a nice good point and I was scratching. I think we need to wash that ribbon, Vince. Yeah, probably. But <laughs> it's not been up my nose, for goodness sake. Um, yeah, it, I... 
don't know what I'm saying. You just derailed your own thoughts I there, did, haven't you? I did. Do you feel clever now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I I would have liked to have done that with taking the sounds off Facebook and Skype and stuff. I thought that was very clever, but I did not know how to do that because I'm not as clued up as you. So that's all right. You sang far better than me, but that's always going to be the case. Okay. Well, thank you so much for all that <laughs> flattery. Um, one day we might collaborate. <laughs> one day. Well, we sing that one song together. It's Christmas and I hate you, which we that's do true. every Christmas, and that's like that's the song we do together. Yeah. <laughs> we need to start rehearsing again soon, Vince. We do. Yeah. Well, let's wait for Halloween and Guy Fawkes Night first. Yeah. Okay. Guy Fawkes Night's pretty important. Um. Okay. So, obviously, I suppose you want a story now, do you? I would quite like a story, yeah, and I suspect it. people out there would also quite like a story. Cool. I'm also curious to know how you've linked it to well to what what we've watched. So I think a lot of people don't say it's to do with Faulty Towers. Yes, this is a little tale about Basil and Sybil. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, a lot of people probably remember this because it was from okay. 2018. It's not so much a story; it was more of a phenomenon, like craze at the time. Oh, okay, okay. okay. You may well remember. Well, this. we haven't really gone into internet crazes before. No, we? So uh, I they mean, are we, scary. So we spoke about Slender Man before. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's along the same lines of that, and we do mention Slender Man here as well. So a little throwback to the Slender Man episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, are you ready? And I'd be interested to know if, okay. if you were aware of this at the time, because okay. things <laughs> things tend to be like in the news, and Vince is like, I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, <laughs> things can be in the news, and I can know about them, but I'll know about completely different things. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'll stop teasing you. No, you won't. No, that's why he loves me. It's true. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Let's begin. In 2018, many people lived in fear of turning on their phones. Children had terrifying nightmares, frightened of what lay in wait for them on the other side of their devices. What were they so afraid of? A monster named Momo. Do you remember this? I have never been terrorised by Momo. Okay. This this has Red Rose vibes so far. Sort of. You don't remember Momo? No. Okay. Sounds like like a pants restaurant. (laughs) It's very possible that you've heard of Creepypasta's Slenderman. Mm. Even more so if you listen to our previous episode covering him. He is a tall, whippet-thin man that apparently leads a cult that terrorised the internet. At one point, there was even something known as the Slender Man Challenge. This would mean him asking you to go into the woods at night, and he would abduct whoever would oblige. Slender Man was unmistakably a phenomenon. He gave a platform to other risky challenges such as taking photos in dangerous places and the detergent pot eating challenge, which passed me by. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine to not know Sounds that one. Sounds very American. It would have also heavily influenced the deadly internet challenge that we are going to explore now. Okay. From an unknown Facebook group, children would get hold of a mysterious number that would then connect them to Momo. I bet if you saw the photo, you would remember because it was everywhere for a while. Okay. The photo used for WhatsApp was that of a bug-eyed girl with matted black hair, ghoulish grey skin and a big, wide, unnatural smile that almost reached up to her eyes. Whoever was behind the picture would send the person tasks. If they did not complete them, they were threatened with a curse or to have their personal information leaked. You're right, this does sound familiar. Yeah. The task would start with something small, like stay up and watch a horror film in the dark. Well, that does sound horrible. Why would anyone do that? <laughs> but then, well, it, but if you're a child... I suppose, yeah. This was aimed at kids. Like, I mean, this mm. is... 
it's this is a horror story in the fact that there is some very sick individual out there doing yes. uh, doing this. So you know, yeah. but there is you know a supernatural element that they created around it. But this was aimed at young kids, like primary school kids. Mm. You know, can you imagine like you know influencing a kid to stay up and watch The Exorcist or something in the middle of the night? It would just would be. Also, we've reviewed that. Plug plug plug. Yeah, we have, but that'd be very traumatic. They'd be better off listening to our previous episode rather than watching the film. It won't scare them. It would, but we are sympathetic to the, yes. to the tra- trauma. Um, then Momo would ask them to do more and more dangerous things. Now, um, just a bit of a trigger warning. This will include talking about self-harm um, and suicide. Okay, so if that's something you, you guys struggle with, then feel free to just switch off. Okay. So these tasks included self-harm. The participant was expected to provide photographic proof of this in order for the game to continue. Hmm. The very last task would be for the participant to take their own life. Not only that, but record the whole event for social media. This is It's just sick, isn't it? It's absolutely disgusting. It is, yes. The challenge is thought to have begun in Spain, although the, the picture itself has Japanese origins. The creepy girl, which is actually a head resting on a scrawny neck propped up by two legs, is a sculpture named Mother Bird. Her legs are scaly and end in sharp talons. She was created by Japanese arti- artist Keisuke Ayaso. Oh, okay. Hopefully said that right. I actually wrote it phonetically, so I hope oh, it was yeah. right. Apologies if it wasn't. Mother Bird was put on display in 2016 in Tokyo in the Vanilla Gallery. Oh. It has been proven since that neither the gallery or the artist have anything to do with the sinister online challenge. But the poor guy's probably completely ruined. Because well, of yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like knowing this kind of thing, no. would you? Soon, images of Mother Bird were being uploaded to social media and people were quick to point out how freaky the sculpture was. Someone put an image on the famous subreddit feed r slash creepy. This is where many people saw Mother Bird, or Momo, for the first time. Okay. The actual origins of the deadly Momo challenge remain a mystery. However, we do know that the picture caught the attention of a YouTuber known as Rainbot. He made a video, voted to debunking the Momo story. However, the video had the opposite effect of taking Momo down. The only thing Ro- Rainbot achieved was to introduce Momo to the English-speaking world. <laughs> well done. Soon after, rumours of suicide and accidents happened, and they all had one thing in common, the Momo challenge. Soon, even the police and internet safety experts were warning parents against the Momo number and were advising them to keep an eye on their kids' WhatsApps. They were also told to keep an eye out for signs that kids were using the number. For example, their child might hate horror films but suddenly want to watch one late into the night. As grown-ups, we can obviously see that this is a hoax. Creepy and frightening, but a hoax nonetheless. But as a child or even a teenager, it would be easy to get lost in the thrill and curiosity of the situation. And there was plenty of fuel to the fire with the Momo challenge. Perhaps the most popular of tasks was the 3am Momo challenge. Now you can kind of see why... Remember when you were a kid and you used to do like Bloody Mary and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a continuation of that completely. But like times it by a million because this is actually talking to someone. You're actually communicating with someone here. And I know this isn't really like 
a strictly like a ghost story, but I just think it's so important that this is people it's a are creepy aware story, of this, so, yeah. and also people are aware of this because it's bloody, you know, unfriended. It was all kind of all about cyberbullying, really, oh yeah, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. So I thought this would be a good. Well, this is absolutely cyberbullying. Yeah, so. yeah, but but to the extreme, it's so dangerous. So I thought it'd be a good one to you know just. To, I mean, I'm sure people are aware of this already, but you know, if we can try, if I can raise some awareness of it in my own small way, then I will. So the rules of the 3 a.m. Momo challenge. The participants were to call out for Momo at 3 a.m. This would cause Momo to drive the players to suicide by constantly messaging or calling them or turning up at their home to kill them herself. I don't know if that actually happened or kids just creep themselves out. It could easily be creeped out of your child. You can just be persuaded, can't you? Yeah. It gets worse. Sweet, innocent children's cartoons such as Peppa Pig would be uploaded to YouTube they would play normally, but then occasionally glitch and Momo's face would pop up on the screen. This was so terrifying and became such an issue that many schools warned parents not to allow their kids to use the internet. That, I do remember hearing about that. That's quite a thing. There was yeah. a kids YouTube yeah. whole uh, issue because lots of people putting very strange yeah. things up and pretending it was kids programming. As I said, I'm sorry to kind of talk about something so dark but I, I thought it fitted well with it's the, horror podcast yeah it's, fine. it's horror and it, and this is real this is actually some absolute sick bastard did this like all internet trends the momo challenge had its own lifespan it was at its height really over the summer of 2018 but then in 2019 the internet sensation would rear its ugly ugly it's ugly, <laughs> ugly head ugly head once more the momo app began oh. to appear on kids' phones. Yeah, so Red Rose. If yeah, anyone's yeah, yeah. seen yeah. Red Rose, I wonder if there's a little bit of influence here because the Red Rose, yes. there was kind of, it was a similar sort of thing. The app would instruct the players what to do. Absolutely. Brilliant series, by the way. It's on BBC. Absolutely. We've said it before, but go on, go, yeah. go find Red Rose. It's also on Netflix now too. Yes. Absolutely brilliant series. Um, the app looked like a normal video game, but once you loaded it up, it soon showed its true colours. Parents began to panic again as law enforcement warned about the dangers of this so-called game. And it's just like, mm. if your kid's like, I don't know, 11 or 12, you know, they're, they're too old to be kind of kept an eye on constantly, aren't Absolutely. they? Absolutely, yeah. Ugh, it's, it's mad. It's very, very I tricky. imagine like it was the kid, parents were a bit helpless in this situation. Police in Northern Ireland posted on their social media, quote, Basic open source research suggests that Momo is run by hackers, who are out to get personal information. The danger lies when the child feels pressure to either follow the order of any app via challenges, peer pressure in chat rooms. There is no one there to remind them that they do not have to do or say anything that they don't want to. So it's very plausible that hackers are behind the Momo challenge, though some people believe the entire thing is a complete hoax and that the person doing it is doing it simply for the thrill of frightening children. Of course, it's impossible for Momo to actually crawl out of someone's phone and attack them, and knowing where the sculpture came from takes off the sinister shine. Very true. Reducing it to a creepy art project. I still think that might be um, giving it a bit too much grace and mm. uh, pleasantness that it probably doesn't quite deserve. The real horror about this whole situation is not the sculpture or the appearance that the app and the videos have, it's the fact that someone decided to create it in the first place. Absolutely. It's a psychological effect on a child that is incredibly damaging. It must be a very unhinged mind that dreams up an emotional torture machine for young kids and teens. 
It's not just Momo that had this effect. Back in 2014, two 12-year-old girls from Wisconsin attempted to stab one of their best friends, fully intending to kill her. Why? Because they had believed that Slender Man had ordered them to do it. Thankfully, the poor girl survived, but the incident shook the world and highlighted what a dangerous place the internet can be. Some think that children shouldn't have access to the internet at all, but in this day and age, that is almost impossible. So in order to be safe, it seems that parents must be extra vigilant, keeping an eye on every game, every post, every video that the child watches. Almost impossible. But the intention is there, and I think that's sensible. Because behind the bright, happy colours could lurk Momo with her wide, unnatural smile. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. It was a little bit, wasn't it? (laughs) More of a public service bit, announcement this time, but that's fine. But I actually thought this was a good way of, you know, just putting it out there. Really, I think it's a very important thing well, to know absolutely. about. Absolutely, this is about real world harm. Obviously, we don't I, we don't have kids, but I do work with a lot of very vulnerable adults with learning disabilities, and I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen to them. You yeah. know, easily getting scammed. Um, you know, people who are very very trusting, and could easily be victim to this kind of thing. Absolutely, people who yes. are, you know mentally not very strong sometimes and could easily you know so this kind of hit, hit a bit of a chord with me um and obviously if we do ever have kids i would hope that we'd be able to keep them safe from this so yeah Sorry, i would hope so bit of a serious in the, note, in the same way that in the, in the real world you have to just keep it oversight you do the same thing yeah, online and that's, yeah. that's fine that's so yeah we'll be we'll do. be back to like silly ask ghost stories next time <laughs> but i just thought i thought it was interesting that it seemed to be that they fell back on it was hackers there's all sorts of hackers is a job. Not yeah. all hackers are doing something and bad. There was, but, no, there, was okay. no, there was no talk of getting money out of it. I mean, personal information, but like from kids, like young kids, what what really are they going to get out of well, young that's kids? True. I think I don't I, think it's been done for money or anything like no. that. It's, it's, it's too, like for many other things, like computer viruses are mostly created not to cause disruption, they're to see can I do this? It's, Does this work it's if? Some, and that, it's answering that question. It's some evil fucker. Getting yes. thrills from terrifying kids, absolutely it's is, awful. yeah, and that is far scarier than any like haunting or ever you know like the, uh, you know give me the, the Battersea Poltergeist any day over that. Yeah, I'd rather sing a silly song about being haunted by your iPhone yeah. and your iTunes. I'd rather, that, I'd rather, rather get, I'd rather real. get haunted by. A, I'd rather have an actual haunting, like proper. I'm tapping the table here because we live above uh, Undertakers, but <laughs> I'd rather be haunted by a general actual ghost than have to go through something like that. Um, from a human. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Sorry, guys. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a serious one, but I hope it's been informative and interesting. Yeah. Let, let's let's hope it, we can yeah. uplift it, make yeah. it interesting anyway. I, I feel sorry for the artist who created Mother Bird because that was probably like yeah. And it's if I'll put if you see a picture of it, you'll recognise it. It's it's an amazing piece of work. Mm. It really is. Mm. And then that poor person would have just got you know cancelled probably because of uh, the connotations of the piece of art. Such a shame. You know, because although they have nothing to do with it, there's no way people wouldn't. No. Connect. No. No. If, if that's the bigger cultural right. Oh, you're the guy, uh, you're the person it. who created that. You know, you're the person who created the Momo challenge, basically. So, Or you got affiliated with this. That's yeah. unfortunate for yeah. you. No, that is, un- that yeah. is horrible. Um, so next week, <laughs> we'll be back to our song episode. Oh, yes, next episode. Yeah. Yes, the future, looking forwards. Yeah, looking forwards. Um, hope you've enjoyed it. hope it's been interesting, even if it was a bit serious. We uh, won't always be serious, I promise. Yeah. I remember seeing the, the Momo picture for the first time and being, you know, as a 30-something-year-old mm. woman and being quite disturbed by it, actually. Yeah. So I can totally understand why it's been such a huge deal, you know, especially for kids and stuff. Quite right. Um, anyway, yeah. 
happy Halloween to everybody. Yes. Yes. Have happy a wonderful Halloween. time, whatever you're doing. Or Samhain. Samhain. Whatever else or, you may wish or to. Or if you don't celebrate it, then I hope you, you're not too bothered then by it. Have a good October. Yes. Um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time. We shall. Yes. Uh, Let's do you, that. As usual, you can contact us at the Ghost Gig uh, website. Website. What are we talking about? Email. We have got we, a website. Uh, we've been f- <laughs> for an episode <laughs> where we'll be focusing on, on, on online stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. We should probably get a website. Um, we can email us at ghostgiguk at gmail.com. That is what I was, I was thinking about uncanny again. <laughs> <laughs> that is ghostgiguk at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram and drop us a message there. Yep. Always happy to hear from you. Absolutely. All right. Take care, guys. See yes, you. Take Bye. care everywhere and online. Goodbye. Bye.